Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. Jesus forgave us of all sin, past, present, and even future sin. Andrew brought good news to me. I could understand the Bible more the way he taught it. Jesus forgave you one time, and that's for everything. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Monday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. Today, I'm going to start a brand new series teaching on lessons from Elijah. You know, I have an entire group of teachings that I do where I take Moses and Joseph and David and Elijah and just some of the characters in the Bible, and I just go through and teach things from their life. And let me start with this passage of Scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 10. And this is really, really important. Most people don't think this way, and that's the reason that most people learn everything through their own hard knocks instead of at the expense of other people. But look at this in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and in verse 6. It says, Now these things, talking about all of the things that were written in the Old Testament, now these things were our examples to the intent we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. NEITHER BE YE IDOLATERS, AS WERE SOME OF THEM, AS IT IS WRITTEN, THE PEOPLE SAT DOWN TO EAT AND TO DRINK AND ROSE UP TO PLAY. NEITHER LET US COMMIT FORNICATION, AS SOME OF THEM COMMITTED, AND FELL IN ONE DAY THREE AND TWENTY THOUSAND. NEITHER LET US TEMPT CHRIST, AS SOME OF THEM ALSO TEMPTED AND WERE DESTROYED OF THE SERPENTS. NEITHER MURMUR YE, AS SOME OF THEM ALSO MURMURED AND WERE DESTROYED OF THE DESTROYER. NOW ALL THESE THINGS HAPPENED UNTO THEM FOR EXAMPLES, AND THEY ARE WRITTEN FOR OUR ADMONITION UPON WHOM THE ENDS OF THE WORLD ARE COME. SO THIS IS REALLY IMPORTANT. IT SAYS IN VERSE 6 AND THEN AGAIN IN VERSE 11 THAT THESE THINGS WERE WRITTEN, THE THINGS THAT WERE RECORDED IN THE OLD TESTAMENT, SO THAT WE MIGHT LEARN NOT TO LUST AFTER EVIL THINGS, NOT TO BE IDOLATERS, NOT TO COMMIT FORNICATION, NOT TO TEMPT CHRIST, AND NOT TO MURMUR. AND, YOU KNOW, THESE ARE SOME OF THE THINGS THAT PEOPLE ARE DOING TODAY, AND IT'S BECAUSE THEY DON'T KNOW WHAT HAS ALREADY BEEN RECORDED. DO YOU KNOW WHEN THE SCRIPTURE RECORDS THINGS ABOUT PEOPLE, LIKE DAVID, IT DOESN'T JUST TELL YOU HIS GREAT EXPLOITS. IT TELLS YOU ABOUT HIM KILLING GOLIATH. IT TELLS YOU ABOUT SOME OF THE GREAT THINGS HE DID, BUT I MEAN IT IS BRUTALLY HONEST ABOUT HIS ADULTERY WITH Bathsheba, ABOUT HIS MURDER OF URIAH AND HOW THAT CAME BACK TO HAUNT HIM AND CAUSED ALL OF THESE PROBLEMS. AND SO THE SCRIPTURE DOESN'T JUST, YOU KNOW, WHITEWASH THESE PEOPLE and, AND PRESENT THEM AS THESE PERFECT PEOPLE. IT SHOWS YOU ALL OF THEIR FLAWS. I MEAN, ALL OF THE, YOU KNOW, THE WRINKLES AND THE, the ZITS. IT SHOWS YOU EVERY BAD THING ABOUT A PERSON, NOT ONLY TO HELP YOU TO uh, EMULATE THEIR GOOD THINGS, BUT ALSO TO SHOW YOU THEIR MISTAKES SO THAT YOU WON'T MAKE THOSE SAME MISTAKES. AND, YOU KNOW, I'M SAYING THIS IN LOVE, BUT THERE ARE PEOPLE WATCHING THIS RIGHT NOW THAT I GUARANTEE YOU, THERE ARE PEOPLE WATCHING THIS THAT ARE LUSTING AFTER EVIL THINGS, WHICH YOU SHOULDN'T DO. AND IF YOU WERE TO JUST... MOST OF THIS IN CONTEXT IS TALKING ABOUT THE CHILDREN OF ISRAEL COMING OUT OF THE LAND OF EGYPT, BUT IT APPLIES TO EVERY PERSON, JOSEPH AND DAVID AND uh, ELIJAH THAT WE'RE GOING TO BE TALKING ABOUT. AND IT TALKS ABOUT ALL OF THESE THINGS. IF WE WOULD LISTEN TO WHAT THE WORD SAYS, IF WE WOULD SEE WHAT THE OUTCOME IS OF PEOPLE WHEN THEY GO AND LUST AFTER EVIL THINGS, 
For instance, this is specifically talking about when the children of Israel weren't satisfied with manna, which the Bible says was angels' food. I mean, it was supernatural. God gave them something that must have been the most nutritious food that any person had ever eaten. But after a while, they got tired of it. They lusted after meat and the leeks and the garlics that were in Egypt. And because of it, they lusted after evil things, and God gave them what they wanted. He gave them meat. Quail came and fell up to three feet deep for the space of an entire day's journey round about the camp. You can walk about 20 miles in a day. So, I mean, quail was, packed, was stacked up three feet high for up to 20 miles in a circle around the camp. And he gave them what they wanted, but while the food was still between their teeth, uh, a disease, a plague came upon them, and people began to die while they were eating this food. And you know what? If you would see that and understand this, it would make you have a different attitude. Maybe you could learn to be content with what you've got instead of lusting after evil things. And then they also uh, were idolaters and of course, the results of that, I could go through and teach on all of these things, but the point I'm making is that all of these things that are written in Scripture are written for our admonition so that we don't have to go out and lust, and we can learn to be content with what we've got so that we don't commit adultery, so that we don't murmur, so that we don't tempt Christ. And sad to say, most people are just ignorant of what the Bible says. They do not have a good understanding of the Word, and so they learn everything through hard knocks. And you know what? If, if you survive that, it makes a great testimony. I can guarantee you, I didn't have a Karis Bible school to go to when I was first turned on to the Lord. And because of it, I've learned a lot of things by hard knocks. And so we are trying to share these things with our students so that they don't have to go through the same things that I did and all of the other instructors and the, our guest speakers did. And so, yes, you can learn everything on your own, but, man, there's a better way, and that is to listen to somebody else and learn what they've learned. Every generation of Christians doesn't just have to start over from scratch. Now, you need to be careful who you learn from because sometimes you can learn people come up with the wrong conclusions. They go through hardship. I'm thinking of one person right now who dove off of a cliff into a shallow pool that had signs up, you know, no swimming, no diving, and yet they went ahead and did it. They're now quadriplegic, and they are teaching everybody that God is the one that did this to them, when it's obvious that God did not make them jump off that rock into this shallow pool and break their neck. God didn't do it. And yet they are, they are saying that God did this to make them holy and to use them. So you need to be careful who you listen to because sometimes people come through these trials and they come up with wrong uh, conclusions. So that's the reason that I love what the Word of God says. And I go to the Word of God and I live vicariously through these people. And I have learned tremendous lessons. I, I tell you, as a young man, I mean, when I was still a teenager, I remember studying about David and, and the tragedy that came into his life because he lusted after Bathsheba and he went and committed adultery with her and how it just destroyed him. It caused 
uh, one of his children to die. It caused other children to kill other children. And then uh, uh, eventually Absalom rebelled at David. And I mean, the heartache, the pain that came to David, it wasn't worth it. I learned that at David's expense, not at my expense. And because of this, Praise God, I've never gone out and committed adultery. I've never had these problems. I learned at somebody else's expense. And again, I'm saying this in love, but there are people watching this program right now that you are just... It's like you don't have any history. You don't know what has happened to other people. You're going out and making the exact same mistakes that other people have made, and you're just kind of going with the flow. And many of you have wound up with... Uh, marriages that have been dissolved. You've been through a divorce. You've had terrible things happen to you. I'm not against you. God loves you and I love you, but I'm telling you, you don't have to learn everything just through hard knocks. The Word of God, those verses that I used, is given so that we can learn through their pain and we don't have to experience this. And you know, by the grace of God, I got born again when I was eight years old. And I mean, it was a genuine conversion. I meant it with all of my heart. And at eight years old, I was transformed so much so that my friends, the very next day in school, said, what happened to you? They could tell that I was different at eight years old. I got born again. And by the grace of the Lord, because of these things, because I've studied the Word of God my entire life, and I just... I DON'T KNOW EXACTLY ALL THE REASONS, BUT MAN, I JUST HAVE ALWAYS uh, BEEN LEARNING AND READING FROM THE WORD. I REMEMBER AS AN EIGHT-YEAR-OLD COMING HOME FROM A a RODEO THAT MY DAD TOOK US TO, AND WE GOT HOME LIKE AT 12 O'CLOCK MIDNIGHT, AND I HAD FALLEN ASLEEP IN THE CAR. MY DAD BROUGHT ME IN AND PUT ME IN BED, BUT AS SOON AS I HIT THAT BED, I KNEW THAT I HADN'T DONE MY DAILY BIBLE READING YET, AND I WOKE UP AND READ THE SCRIPTURES THAT I READ EVERY SINGLE DAY OF MY LIFE BEFORE I COULD GO BACK TO SLEEP. I CAN'T REMEMBER A SINGLE DAY IN MY LIFE THAT I HAVEN'T STUDIED THE WORD. I'M NOT SAYING THAT TO PAT MYSELF ON THE BACK. I'M SAYING THAT BECAUSE OF THAT, THEN I HAVE LEARNED THROUGH THESE PEOPLE. AND THIS IS WHAT I WANT TO DO WITH ELIJAH, IS TO TAKE HIS LIFE AND TO SHOW YOU HOW GOD USED HIM, HOW GOD FLOWED THROUGH HIM. AND AGAIN, THE SCRIPTURE IS VERY, VERY HONEST AND OPEN AND CANDID ABOUT NOT ONLY THE GOOD THINGS THAT HAPPENED IN ELIJAH'S LIFE, BUT ELIJAH PROBABLY FELL AS FAR AND AS DEEP AS ANY PERSON THAT WAS EVER RECORDED IN SCRIPTURE. AND YET, THIS MAN, WHO, I MEAN, TURNED AGAINST GOD, GOT SO MAD THAT HE BASICALLY ASKED GOD TO KILL HIM AND RAN AWAY FROM GOD, AND THIS MAN, um, I'M GOING TO GET INTO THESE THINGS IN MORE DETAIL, BUT GOD SPOKE TO HIM IN AN AUDIBLE VOICE, TOLD HIM THREE THINGS TO DO. ONE OF THEM WAS TO GO ANOINT HIS REPLACEMENT, AND THE ONLY THING HE DID WAS ANOINT HIS REPLACEMENT. HE DIDN'T DO THE OTHER TWO-THIRDS OF THE THINGS THAT GOD TOLD HIM TO DO, SPEAKING TO HIM IN AN AUDIBLE VOICE, AND YET HE CONTINUED IN HIS RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD AND WAS ABLE TO RECOVER SO THAT Uh, ELIJAH IS ONE OF ONLY TWO PEOPLE IN SCRIPTURE WHO NEVER DIED. HE WAS CAUGHT UP TO HEAVEN IN A WHIRLWIND. A MAN WHO FAILED GOD BIG TIME, CAUSED OTHER PEOPLE TO DIE 
THERE WAS MULTIPLE THINGS THAT HAPPENED BECAUSE OF HIS FAILURE, AND YET HE WAS ABLE TO CONTINUE ON WITH THE LORD. SO THERE'S THINGS THAT WILL INSPIRE YOU TO DO GOOD. THERE'S THINGS THAT WILL WARN YOU ABOUT WHAT NOT TO DO. AND IF YOU HAVE BLOWN IT, AND IF YOU FEEL LIKE, MAN, HOW COULD GOD EVER USE ME? ELIJAH WILL INSPIRE YOU TO GO ON AND CONTINUE IN YOUR RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD. AND GOD'S PLAN B FOR YOUR LIFE COULD WIND UP BEING BETTER THAN YOU COULD HAVE EVER IMAGINED PLAN A BEING. MAN, THIS IS JUST ENCOURAGING. AND I TELL YOU, THESE ARE SOME OF THE THINGS THAT THE LORD HAS USED BIG TIME IN MY LIFE. I LOVE TEACHING THESE THINGS. THIS VERY FIRST TEACHING THAT I'M DOING ON ELIJAH IS ABOUT A PLACE CALLED THERE. AND GOD USED THIS IN MY LIFE ABOUT, I DON'T KNOW, SOMEWHERE AROUND 2002 TO 2009 TO POSITION ME FOR EVERYTHING THAT WE'RE DOING RIGHT NOW. GOD SPOKE TO ME THROUGH THESE SCRIPTURES. AND I KNOW THAT THERE'S SOME PEOPLE WATCHING THIS THAT, AGAIN, YOU JUST LIVE IN YOUR OWN LITTLE WORLD AND YOU ARE SO FOCUSED ON WHAT YOU'RE DOING THAT YOU GO BACK AND READ SOMETHING THAT HAPPENED THOUSANDS OF YEARS AGO AND YOU THINK, WHAT DOES THIS HAVE TO DO WITH ME? AGAIN, I REFER YOU BACK TO THOSE SCRIPTURES I STARTED WITH ON TODAY'S PROGRAM THAT THE REASON THESE THINGS ARE WRITTEN, THE REASON GOD GAVE US THIS WORD, IT ACCOMPLISHES MANY THINGS, BUT IT SHOWS US THROUGH THE LIVES OF THESE PEOPLE THE THINGS THAT WE ARE SUPPOSED TO BE DOING AND THE THINGS THAT WE'RE NOT SUPPOSED TO BE DOING. THIS HAS DIRECT INFLUENCE ON YOUR LIFE IF YOU WILL RECEIVE IT. AND THERE ARE SOME OF YOU WATCHING THIS PROGRAM THAT MAYBE EVERYTHING IS GOING GREAT WITH YOU RIGHT NOW, AND YOU SAY, WELL, I DON'T NEED IT. WELL, I CAN GUARANTEE YOU IF YOU ARE DOING WHAT GOD WANTS YOU TO DO, IF YOU ARE SEEKING GOD, YOU'VE GOT A HUGE TARGET DRAWN ON YOUR BACK. SATAN IS GOING TO SEEK TO COME AGAINST YOU. HE GOES ABOUT AS A ROARING LION SEEKING WHOM HE MAY DEVOUR. HE CAN'T DEVOUR EVERYBODY. AND YOU KNOW THE PEOPLE THAT HE CAN DEVOUR ARE PEOPLE THAT ARE IGNORANT OF HIS DEVICES, THEY AREN'T AWARE OF WHAT'S GOING ON. ONE OF THE WAYS WE LEARN THESE THINGS IS THROUGH STUDYING THE LIVES OF OTHER PEOPLE. SO MAYBE EVERYTHING'S FINE FOR YOU JUST NOW AND YOU'RE THINKING, WELL, I DON'T NEED TO STUDY WHAT HAPPENED TO PEOPLE THOUSANDS OF YEARS AGO. I GUARANTEE YOU, YOU'RE THE VERY PERSON WHO NEEDS THIS. YOU NEED TO LEARN AT ELIJAH'S EXPENSE SO THAT YOU DON'T GO THROUGH THE SAME THINGS THAT HE WENT THROUGH. AND ALSO THE GOOD THINGS THAT HAPPENED IN ELIJAH'S LIFE. THIS WILL ENCOURAGE YOU. SO ANYWAY, I SAY ALL OF THOSE THINGS JUST AS INTRODUCTION TO SAY THAT THIS IS SO IMPORTANT. I COULDN'T TELL YOU HOW IMPORTANT THIS IS. I ENJOY STUDYING ALL OF THE DOCTRINAL THINGS. I REALLY DO. AND I HAVE A LOT OF DOCTRINE AND A LOT OF THINGS THAT GOD HAS SHOWN ME. I'M NOT DIMINISHING THAT. BUT I THINK THE THING THAT I ENJOY THE MOST IS READING THE STORIES OF THESE PEOPLE, SAMSON AND GIDEON, DAVID, uh, Deborah and on and on, Ruth, and just you could go on and name person after person. And I have learned something through every one of their lives that are influencing me today. And I really consider that to be one of the most important things that God has ever done. When I study these scriptures, study 1 Kings, 2 Kings, 1 and 2 Chronicles, Samuel, man, I just love these things because I see in them THINGS THAT GOD HAS DONE, HOW HE MOVED IN THEIR LIFE, HOW THEY HAD THESE ENCOUNTERS, how, HOW THEY MADE MISTAKES, AND THROUGH THAT, I DON'T HAVE TO MAKE THE SAME MISTAKES. I TELL YOU, I JUST LOVE THIS. GOD HAS USED THIS. SO ANYWAY, I SAY ALL OF THOSE THINGS AS INTRODUCTION, AND I PRAY THAT YOU WOULD SEE HOW IMPORTANT THIS IS. THIS TEACHING THAT I HAVE ON LESSONS FROM ELIJAH, I COULD GIVE YOU HUNDREDS, LITERALLY, HUNDREDS 
of testimonies of people who have come to me and they have learned things through this that have just transformed their life. And there is no difference with you. The Word of God is given to make us perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. And I tell you, there is tremendous benefit in this. So I pray that you just really latch on to this. Let's start in 1 Kings chapter 17. This is the very first mention of Elijah in Scripture, 1 Kings 17, 1. And it says, And Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. And uh, let me give you just a little bit of background so that you understand the importance of this. If you back up into the 16th chapter in verse 30, it says, And Ahab, that was the king, the son of Omri, did evil in the sight of the Lord above all that were before him. And then if you turn over to 1 Kings chapter 20, it says that his wife, Jezebel, is the one who stirred him up to do evil. So Ahab and Jezebel were the kings at this time. They were the most ungodly kings that Israel had ever had at this time. They totally gave themselves over to Baal worship. And it says here, and we'll get into this more when we get into the 18th chapter, that there were 400 prophets of Baal and 450 prophets of the grove. So that's a total of 850 prophets that Jezebel fed at her own expense on a daily basis. They ate at her table. She basically supplied it. So she completely rejected the worship of God. She was totally into Baal worship, state-sponsored religion, and she was so against the worship of God that she was killing all of the prophets of God. And she had killed hundreds of them. Later, you'll find in the 18th chapter that one of the uh, servants, Obadiah of King Ahab, had hidden a hundred prophets of God in caves, in groups of 50, two different places, and he fed them on a daily basis. And as far as we know, those were the only prophets or ministers of God that had survived. I mean, they were trying to stamp out the worship of God. And in the midst of this negative situation where Ahab and Jezebel were killing all of the ministers of God, here comes Elijah and just walks right up to the king and says, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel. Now, they had rejected the Lord God of Israel. They had made the God of Israel Baal. And they were Baal worshipers. They were pagan worshipers. And yet this prophet just walked up. And instead of being politically correct, and instead of saying, well, there is another power besides Baal, or instead, you know, there's so many people today who are trying to sneak up on people and they're saying things. They don't want to be offensive. And so they uh, just try and go out of their way to, to blend in. Elijah wasn't like that. Elijah walked right up to this king that was killing the prophets of God and says, thus saith the Lord God of Israel. Ahab and Jezebel may have rejected God, but God hadn't rejected Israel at this time, and he was still the God of Israel, and Elijah just went up and boldly started speaking the Word of God at the potential risk of his own life. They'd been killing the prophets of God. So he walked right up, put himself in the crosshairs of King Ahab, and spoke out boldly the Word of God, and just delivered 
THIS PROPHECY TO AHAB. NOW SAY ALREADY, THIS IS THE VERY FIRST VERSE THAT HE'S EVER BEEN MENTIONED, AND ALREADY THIS INSPIRES ME BECAUSE AS WE GO ON THROUGH THIS STORY, YOU'LL SEE THAT IN JUST A VERY SHORT PERIOD OF TIME, ELIJAH BECAME THE ENTIRE FOCUS OF THE ENTIRE NATION. IT SAYS THAT THERE WAS NOT A NATION ON THE EARTH THAT HE HADN'T BEEN SEEKING FOR ELIJAH BECAUSE ELIJAH'S WORD CAME TO PASS. IT PUT HIM IN A POSITION. HE WAS IN THE DRIVER'S SEAT. HE CAME AND TOLD THE KING, YOU ASSEMBLE ALL THE PEOPLE TOGETHER TO MOUNT CARMEL AND WE'RE GOING TO DO THIS. AND THE KING WAS OBEYING ELIJAH. HOW DID THIS HAPPEN? IT HAPPENED BECAUSE HE WAS BOLD TO PROCLAIM THE WORD OF GOD AND HE JUST SPOKE OUT THE WORD OF GOD. AND THERE'S A LESSON THAT WE CAN LEARN THROUGH THIS, THAT IF SOMEBODY WOULD STAND UP AND START SAYING, THUS SAITH THE LORD, AND I'M SAYING YOU CAN DO IT IN LOVE. EPHESIANS CHAPTER 4, VERSE 15 SAYS THAT WE NEED TO SPEAK THE TRUTH IN LOVE. AND SO, YES, I'M SAYING OPERATE IN LOVE, BUT NONETHELESS, DON'T COMPROMISE. SPEAK THE WORD OF GOD. AND IF YOU WOULD SPEAK THE WORD OF GOD, WHETHER IT'S IN YOUR FAMILY, WHETHER IT'S AT YOUR BUSINESS, WHETHER IT'S AT YOUR SCHOOL, AMONG YOUR FRIENDS, YOUR NEIGHBORS, OR WHEREVER, IF WE WERE TO STAND UP AND START SPEAKING THE WORD OF GOD, YES, THERE'S GOING TO BE PUSHBACK. YES, PEOPLE WILL CONDEMN YOU AND SAY THINGS AND CALL YOU A, YOU KNOW, A BIGOT OR WHATEVER. IT'S NOT POPULAR TODAY TO BE STANDING FOR THE WORD OF GOD. BUT IF YOU WOULD DO IT, THEN AS THE WORD OF GOD AND THESE THINGS YOU'RE SPEAKING BEGIN TO COME TO PASS, YOU WOULD BE IN A POSITION THAT YOU'D BE IN THE DRIVER'S SEAT, JUST LIKE ELIJAH WAS. AND SO EVERYBODY WANTS THE RESULTS. EVERYBODY WANTS TO BE A PERSON WHO IS INFLUENCING THEIR SOCIETY AND MAKING A DIFFERENCE, BUT THEY DON'T WANT TO DO IT THE WAY THAT ELIJAH DID IT, THE WAY THAT SO MANY OTHER CHARACTERS IN THE WORD OF GOD DID IT. THEY ARE JUST GOING TO GET IN THEIR CLOSET AND PRAY AND ASK GOD TO CHANGE THIS NATION, BUT THEY WOULDN'T DARE GET OUT AND VOTE. THEY WOULDN'T DARE STAND UP FOR GODLY THINGS AND TELL PEOPLE THAT THESE ARE THE ISSUES THAT YOU CAN'T COMPROMISE ON BECAUSE SOMEBODY MIGHT CRITICIZE YOU OVER IT. AND I'M TELLING YOU THAT THAT'S JUST USELESS. AND I KNOW THAT THAT'S PROBABLY OFFENDED A LOT OF PEOPLE. YOU'RE SAYING THAT PRAYER IS USELESS. I'M SAYING THAT PRAYER WITHOUT ACTIONS ATTACHED TO IT IS USELESS. JUST EXACTLY THE SAME AS THE BIBLE SAYS IN JAMES CHAPTER 2, VERSE 20, THAT FAITH WITHOUT WORKS IS DEAD. THAT'S WHAT THE BIBLE SAYS. AND I'M SAYING THAT PRAYER WITHOUT ACTION OR WORKS IS DEAD. IF ALL YOU'RE DOING IS PRAYING AND, OH, GOD, CHANGE THE NATION, BUT YOU'LL NEVER STAND UP FOR RIGHTEOUSNESS. YOU'LL NEVER SPEAK THE TRUTH. YOU'LL NEVER GO VOTE. YOU AREN'T ENGAGED. YOU'RE JUST DOING YOUR OWN THING AND LETTING THE WORLD GO AND YOU'RE LIVING IN THE KINGDOM OF GOD AND, AND STUFF. WELL, THEN YOUR PRAYERS FOR REVIVAL AND STUFF ARE USELESS UNLESS YOU GET OUT AND START ACTING. ELIJAH DIDN'T JUST PRAY AND SAY, OH, GOD, CHANGE THIS NATION. ELIJAH TOOK THE WORD OF GOD AND STARTED SPEAKING GOD'S WORD. AND BECAUSE OF THAT, HE WAS PROPELLED TO A POSITION OF INFLUENCE OVER THE KING AND OVER EVERYBODY ELSE. I'M TELLING YOU, THE MOST POWERFUL WEAPON THAT WE HAVE IS THE WORD OF GOD. THE WORD OF GOD, it, it, IT'S GOING TO LAST LONG AFTER ALL OF THESE GOVERNMENTS AND PEOPLE WHO ARE OPPOSING IT AND CRITICIZING IT IS GONE. Yeah, I REMEMBER VOLTAIRE, THE ATHEIST IN FRANCE, AND he, HE PROCLAIMED THAT 100 YEARS FROM THAT DATE THAT CHRISTIANITY AND THE BIBLE WOULD TOTALLY BE ERADICATED FROM THE EARTH. THE TRUTH WAS THAT 100 YEARS AFTER HIS BIRTH IN HIS HOUSE, IT WAS TURNED INTO A PRINTING PRESS AND THEY WERE PRINTING THE GUTENBERG BIBLE THAT HE SAID WOULD CEASE TO EXIST 100 YEARS FROM THEN. 
AND I GUARANTEE YOU THE BIBLE HAS OUTLASTED VOLTAIRE. IT'S OUTLASTED ALL OF THESE ATHEISTS. THE WORD OF GOD IS POWERFUL. WE'VE GOT TO START SPEAKING IT. AND THAT'S A LESSON THAT I'M ALREADY LEARNING FROM ELIJAH IN THE VERY FIRST VERSE. I'M OUT OF TIME TODAY, BUT, MAN, I'M EXCITED ABOUT THIS. I PRAY THAT YOU GET THIS MATERIAL. THIS IS A BOOK THAT I HAVE IN ENGLISH, AND THEN WE ALSO HAVE IT IN SPANISH. I HAVE A STUDY GUIDE ON THIS. I HAVE CD'S AND DVD'S, AND I PROMISE YOU, THIS TEACHING WOULD REVOLUTIONIZE YOUR LIFE. I ENCOURAGE YOU TO LISTEN TO OUR ANNOUNCER, AND THEN PLEASE CALL OR WRITE TODAY. ANDREW'S COMPLETE SERIES TITLED LESSONS FROM ELIJAH IS AVAILABLE IN EITHER A CD OR DVD ALBUM, A BOOK IN EITHER ENGLISH OR SPANISH, OR IN A STUDY GUIDE. EACH OF THESE VALUABLE RESOURCES IS AVAILABLE FOR A GIFT OF ANY AMOUNT WHEN YOU WRITE OR CALL. ONCE AGAIN, I'D LIKE TO ENCOURAGE YOU TO PLEASE GET THIS TEACHING THAT I HAVE ON LESSONS FROM ELIJAH. I HAVE IT IN BOOK FORM IN ENGLISH AND IN SPANISH. AND THEN I HAVE A STUDY GUIDE THAT IS THE SAME MATERIAL, JUST FORMATTED SO THAT YOU CAN TEACH A BIBLE STUDY OR A SUNDAY SCHOOL CLASS. AND THEN WE HAVE CD'S AND DVD'S ON THIS. AND I PROMISE YOU, THIS TEACHING HAS MADE A HUGE IMPACT IN MY LIFE. I BELIEVE IT WILL YOURS TOO. YOU CAN GET THESE PRODUCTS AS PART OF THE LESSONS PACKAGE, WHICH INCLUDES TWO BOOKS, LESSONS FROM ELIJAH AND LESSONS FROM DAVID, AND THREE ALBUMS IN YOUR CHOICE OF EITHER CD OR DVD, LESSONS FROM ELIJAH, LESSONS FROM DAVID, AND LESSONS FROM JOSEPH. THESE TEACHINGS WILL GIVE YOU THE CHANCE TO LEARN FROM THE SUCCESSES AND MISTAKES OF THREE VERY POWERFUL BUT VERY HUMAN MEN OF GOD. THE LESSONS PACKAGE HAS A CATALOG VALUE OF $135, BUT YOU CAN RECEIVE ALL OF THESE VALUABLE RESOURCES TODAY FOR JUST $95. GO TO AWMI.NET TO SEE ALL THE WAYS YOU CAN GET THESE PRODUCTS. THE INDIVIDUAL TOPIC HIGHLIGHTED ON TODAY'S BROADCAST IS AVAILABLE AS AN AUDIO CD FOR A GIFT OF ANY AMOUNT WHEN YOU WRITE OR CALL. WE ENCOURAGE EVERYONE TO GIVE BECAUSE THERE'S A BLESSING IN GIVING. BUT IF YOU'RE SIMPLY UNABLE TO AFFORD IT, ANDREW AND HIS PARTNERS WILL PROVIDE TODAY'S TEACHING FREE OF CHARGE. WE WANT TO SAY A SPECIAL THANK YOU TO THE GRACE PARTNERS OF ANDREW WOMACK MINISTRIES. YOUR GIFTS MAKE IT POSSIBLE TO PUT FREE MINISTRY MATERIALS INTO THE HANDS OF MANY PEOPLE IN NEED. IF YOU'RE NOT ALREADY A GRACE PARTNER, WE ASK YOU TO PRAY ABOUT BECOMING ONE TODAY. YOU CAN BECOME A GRACE PARTNER OR ORDER RESOURCES THROUGH OUR WEBSITE AT AWMI.NET. WHILE THERE, YOU CAN DISCOVER MORE PRODUCT DETAILS AND DOWNLOAD ADDITIONAL FREE RESOURCES. OR CALL OUR HELPLINE MONDAY THROUGH FRIDAY FROM 4.30 A.M. TO 9.30 P.M. MOUNTAIN TIME AT 719-635-1111. TO WRITE US, USE THE ADDRESS ON YOUR SCREEN. THIS IS AN EARLY REMINDER FOR YOU TO SAVE THE DATE OF JUNE THE 29TH THROUGH JULY THE 3RD. THOSE ARE THE DATES OF OUR SUMMER FAMILY BIBLE CONFERENCE. THIS IS ONE OF THE PREMIER EVENTS THAT WE HOST EVERY YEAR, AND IT'S JUST GOING TO BE AWESOME. WE GOT A SPECIAL MUSICAL PRESENTATION ON JULY THE 4TH, IF YOU'D LIKE TO STAY OVER FOR THAT. IT'S GOING TO BE A SPECIAL TIME. MAKE PLANS TO JOIN US FOR THE MINISTRY TO THE ENTIRE FAMILY, JUNE THE 29TH THROUGH JULY THE 3RD. afraid of anything that you can do, for we know our God is able to deliver us.
And if he doesn't save us, if he chooses to let us die, we will say, Elohim Adonai, he is God. I want to encourage you to check out a brand new program that we created at Gospel Truth TV. This is an original program with Tony Dungy and James Brown. They're both at the top of their game. Tony is an award-winning, Super Bowl-winning coach. Uh, James Brown is at the top of his game announcing sports things. They do an interview on Beyond the Game with JB and Tony is what we've entitled it. And they interview these sports figures and share things with you that usually get cut out on the secular networks. These sports figures are gonna share their heart with you about their relationship with the Lord, and I tell you, it'll be a blessing. So check it out, 9.30 a.m., 9.30 p.m., twice a day on Sundays on gospeltruth.tv.